Welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And we're still off of YouTube, you piece of shit app. Dang, it was a joke. It was just a joke. Sadie was a joke, and it was funny. Okay, everybody thought it was funny. Everybody laughed. Okay, I thought we would be back for YouTube for the nooner today, but apparently it has to go along with the time that you got banned, and the time that I got banned was 11 p.m., and so at 11 p.m. tonight, I'll be back on YouTube. But by then, the nooner will be over. So our next time back on YouTube is going to be during the Christmas special, which we are going to be hosting on Christmas night with Sonia and myself. And we're going to read Christmas stories for those who don't have uh, people. Like if you don't have any family, if you don't have anywhere to go for Christmas, we'll be live Christmas night at 8 o'clock uh, and read Christmas stories. We can talk. We'll chat. We'll hang out. Uh, we'll be your family for the night. So that'll be on YouTube and Rumble. And Twitch probably too. For those who are on Rumble, hello. It's good to see you. Thank you for being here. I love your faces. I can't see you if you don't comment. And that's, I got to keep refreshing it to check it to make sure that it's live and we're good. We are good. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Jamie Tab, it's good to see you. James and Meg, welcome to the show. It is good to see you guys. A very happy Tuesday to all of you. I hope you're having the best Tuesday ever. I hope you're having the best week ever. Today's show is brought to you by MrsRogersHood.com. If you have worms, which you probably do, you should go to MrsRogersHood.com, get yourself a worm kit, deworm yourself like you do your dogs, and don't tell me about it. But if you use Shipwreck 5, you get 5% off of your kit, and you can thank me later. Babs Treadaway, welcome to the live. It's good to see you. James and Sonny and Angie Barnes, hello. Welcome to the live. You guys, welcome to the live. I'm glad you're here. It's cold. We're ready to go. We have some breaking news that we're going to go through today. I have a whole list of things that I want to talk about from Trump's announcement, and we're going to check in with Dr. Fauci. We've got some shifty shift who came out and decided to offer his opinion on social media. But before we get into all of that, this actually just broke today. So starting yesterday on the Twitter, okay, they're doing something called the Twitter files. If you're not caught up, the Twitter files is where Elon Musk and his team are going through, and they are basically unleashing the hell that was Twitter during Twitter number one. And that includes all of the email threads, the Hunter Biden laptop scandal where they suppressed all the information and includes the child exploitation stuff. It includes all of it. Well, the Twitter files number seven launched over the weekend and it had come out after all of it, just how much the FBI was involved with Twitter to the point where apparently, reportedly, according to emails that were released to the Twitterverse, 
the FBI was paying Twitter to censor Americans during the Hunter laptop story during the election process, all of it. So according to Michael Schellenberger, who is a citizen journalist, who is the one that was announcing the Twitter files number seven, the FBI's influence campaign may have been helped by the fact that it was paying Twitter millions of dollars for its staff time. He goes on to quote, I am happy to report that we have collected $3,415,323 since October of 2019, reports an associate of Jim Baker in early 2021. Okay, I'm here because it was lonely on Rumble. That's bet. No worries, Miss Blue Whiplash. We love your face. And Rumble, like I said, I can't see if you don't comment, but I love your face. Thank you for being here. And then he did a screenshot of the email. Um, that goes on to state a Jim FYI in a 2019 scale instituted a reimbursement program for our legal processes response from the FBI prior to the start of the program, Twitter chose not to collect under the statutory right of reimbursement for the time spent processing requests from the FBI for recap, FBI made tons of requests like suppressing information and running regards to the Hunter Biden laptop, censoring accounts that were trying to post about it. Um, censoring different uh, posts that were posting about it, taking accounts completely down that were posting about it. He goes on to state, I am happy to report that we've collected 3,415,000 since October 2019. This money is used by LP for things like Twitter and other LE related projects, LE training, tooling, et cetera. So the FBI, and we all knew that the FBI had a hand in it. And if you think this is just a Twitter problem, you're wrong. This is just the only one that we get to see right now because some millionaire billionaire decided to buy up Twitter and then just unleash it all. This isn't just Twitter. The FBI also was involved in, there were some other email threads that proved that, that the FBI was also involved in um, censoring information and paying for the censorship of information from big accounts to small ones like ours uh, to censor the information, both on Facebook, Instagram, just across all of the, the major social media platforms. So the FBI an agency that's an American agency that's hired to protect you and investigate things uh, is paying you or was paying them to censor you. So I'm gonna let that sink in for a little bit. And whenever we're ready to just defund the three letter agencies, I'm on board for it. Okay. Sonia's shaking her head. She knows what's up. Sonia knows what's up backstage. What's up, Sonia? So that happened and that just happened. They just kind of put that together last night into today. You can go and find the thread. If you search for Michael Schellenberger on Twitter, he is the one that's releasing all of it. Uh, and you can comb through it for yourself. And it, it shows all of the, yes, there was FBI actions, actually, agents actually working on Twitter. There's a whole list of them and who they were. You can go and find that in the thread as well. What's ironic is that even after Elon Musk had bought Twitter and decided that they were going to put out all the, the Twitter files, one of the FBI agents that was currently employed by Twitter was still there and nobody really knew. And so as they were putting together the Twitter files to be released to the public, he was busy on the back end trying to get rid of these this information before they could push it out to public, before they could find out who it, you know, they could find out who he was. They eventually found out they escorted him from the building. He was exited from Twitter's empire. And that's it. They did. And I would bet you dollars to donuts, Facebook, Instagram, all of them, they probably all have very similar things. Um, this Twitter is just the only one that we're going to see. Then speaking of Twitter, Twitter is an important source. It's, I think it's one of the main sources that people go and they get their news from. And we've talked about this quite a bit. Uh, everybody wants to know, like, what is the big deal? That That's the big deal about Twitter. And I don't think enough people understand that. Twitter is where lots of us, myself included, I go, we go. When I want to look up information or when I want to look up news stories from the day or when I, I go to Twitter, 
I don't go to msnbc.com. I don't go to cnn.com. I don't have any of those apps. I don't go to Disney Plus or CNN Plus. Why? Because they don't exist anymore. I go to Twitter and then I type it in a little search bar and then I find it and then I read what everybody else has to say about it. And that's how I kind of figure things out on my own. And then I dive in from there. Twitter is a pretty big deal. And I think a lot of news stations also, they talk a lot about Twitter. And one of the things that we had happened, this had actually happened a couple weeks ago. So there's an account on Twitter called Cat Turd. I don't know if you guys follow Cat Turd. Sonia, you follow Cat Turd? Cat Turd is the shit, okay? But the name is Cat Turd. I mean, you can't talk about like professionalism. It's Cat Turd. Cat Turd had posted a meme. This Again, this is a couple weeks ago about Ukraine, okay? It was funny. And one of the Democratic representatives named Adam Kissinger had apparently gotten drunk and picked it up and, and was super fired up about it and like retweeted it. Sonny's dying. Retweeted it. And he's like, oh, I don't think this is going to end well for you. And we're all just sitting here like you're supposed to be some kind of like congressman. Do you know what I mean? Like your suit and your tie, you're supposed to be put together. You're supposed to be making decisions. And you're out here fighting on Twitter with an account called Cat Turd. Like, I get it. You're a little butthurt over the Ukraine stuff. But we all had a good laugh at Adam Kissinger's expense for a while. And then it was kind of forgot about. Like, we just kind of moved on. Well, apparently Fox News had picked it up over the course of this last week. I think it was Friday or Thursday. And Tucker had picked it up. And he did this dialogue or this monologue on it. And I'm done. I don't go to Tucker Carlson for news so much as I go to Tucker Carlson for entertainment. But here's the video of it. Kissinger made that clear the other day when he responded personally to a Twitter account called Cat Turd. Because when you're one of Washington's leading authorities on foreign policy, you spend a lot of time on Twitter reading accounts with names like Cat Turd. So the other day, Cat Turd made the mistake of posting a meme that seemed to mock the colors of the Ukrainian flag, colors that are sacred to Adam Kinzinger and every other empathetic soccer mom in her mid-40s. You can imagine how offensive that was. It was like telling an off-color joke about Meghan Markle. It could not stand. And so alone and battling debilitating hot flashes in his kitchen, fighting the urge to open yet another bag of Chips Ahoy, Adam Kinzinger fought back. Literal evil, he wrote in a late night response to Cat Turd. If I met you in person, it would not end well for you, sicko. Whoa, hear that, Cat Turd? It will not end well for you. That's not a pillow fight Adam Kinzinger is talking about. That's a full on slap fight with hair pulling. This is real. You'd better apologize. Our heart goes out to Cat Turd tonight, who's probably cowering in a litter box somewhere, waiting for Adam Kinzinger to show up with sharpened nails. Mock the Ukrainian flag, get scratched. Those are the rules, Cat Turd. It's a tough town. Meow. I can't. Why is this in real life? This is real life. That's a real news broadcast about a real representative that works for the people fighting with Meow, fighting with an account on Twitter called Cat Turd. And now Cat Turd's a big deal, okay? And they're, that's kind of their thing, their political monologue themselves. And they, they're trolls, they're like professionals. It's a big deal on Twitter. But the whole ideology was just nuts. It was just nuts. He got his, and, and it spiraled out and it was hilarious. I laughed about it. I thought you guys would laugh about it too. So I hope you enjoyed that. Twitter is, Twitter is kind of going to be the big deal. It's the place where you can obviously reach out to your constituents and tell them how you really feel, Adam Kissinger. I'm going to vote for Cat Turd for CEO. So we're going to talk about that too with Elon Musk possibly stepping down. Uh, I think it's on the list, but we're going to go to Fauci first. Fauci first. Look at that guy. Dr. Fauci. Isn't he great? 
looks great. So we're waiting on the Fauci files. We talked a little bit before about all of the Twitter files that were being exposed from the Hunter Biden laptop to the FBI, to the censorship, to the shadow banning. They're releasing all of them. And the one thing that they've been teasing for the last couple of weeks is that they're going to be releasing something called the Fauci files. And these are kind of the files that I've been waiting on because obviously this was kind of our content. Uh, when it came to COVID and the COVID narrative, this is what we pushed up pretty hard against. Dr. Fauci is on my list of top 10 people that I hate with a whole, like my whole chest, like my whole chest. I can't even stand to listen to this guy. But Dr. Fauci is, had come under fire, had come under some criticism. If you forgot who Dr. Fauci here is, hold on for me one second. Let me, did I upload it? Oh, I don't think that I did. Nope, I sure didn't. You know what? We'll save that for next time then. Dr. Fauci, I need the Fauci files dropped ASAP. I hope they drop before Elon steps down or doesn't step down. I don't know. I need them ASAP as well. Dr. Fauci came under some criticism uh, this last couple of weeks. So Ron DeSantis out of Florida called for a grand jury investigation of COVID vaccines, where he named Dr. Fauci as one of the people that he wanted to be investigating. So Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is calling for a grand jury investigation into alleged crimes and wrongdoings related to the COVID-19 vaccine and setting up Florida's own public Public Health Integrity Committee. And that video is right here. Uh, because in Florida, you know, it is against the law to mislead and to misrepresent, particularly when you're talking about the efficacy of a drug. Uh, we see just the other, uh, just recently, Florida got $3.2 billion through legal action against those responsible for the opioid crisis. And so it's not like this is something that's unprecedented. So today, uh, I'm announcing a, a petition with the Supreme Court of Florida to impanel a statewide grand jury to investigate any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. And we anticipate that we will get the approval for that. Uh, that will be something that will be impaneled, most likely in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, and that will come with legal processes that will be able uh, to get more information and to bring legal accountability for those who committed misconduct. I don't know who all those people were standing behind or sitting behind him, but it looked to be like it was on a Zoom call. But Ron DeSanta is out here dropping bombs, saying he wants, this is what he's going to call for um, going forward, is something I feel like all of our governors should do, specifically the governors in our red states. Fire Talk Radio says Pfizer had, had the FDA say COVID can have heart. Yeah, we did. We saw that too. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, the FDA did come out this week and tell people that there were heart condition risks in regards to the COVID-19 vaccine. Uh, mainstream media didn't really talk about it. We put it out on Twitter. I know a bunch of people put it on TikTok. Uh, they tried to put it, I tried to put it on Instagram. <laughs> I tried to put it on Instagram and it got, it got checked, but they are investigating the COVID-19 shots for the heart condition related problems. Angie Barnes says it's not just about the vaccines. It's about the protocol and the CDC Fauci put out for the hospitals to follow. It killed millions. Yeah. Can we, we where we're not on YouTube, right? No, we're not. So can we talk about how the, the hospitals were never overflowing or over like, did that, was that, that never happened. Did it? Wasn't that propaganda? Like there was a lot of talk about dead bodies overflowing, but there was also a lot of restrictions on the morgues to whether or not they could pick them up. And so it ended up backflogging. That kind of came out too. That was the hospitals were never overflowing. And that's what I'm hoping kind of comes out in the Fauci files on Twitter, but I guess we'll see. Um, but Dr. Fauci had some words to say to Ron DeSantis then, and let's watch that here. ...history has become so politicized as, as COVID-19. I mean, you've found yourself, we've talked about this many times, at the center of some of that angry debate. Elon Musk just 
came at you and attacked you. But the latest now, Dr. Fauci, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He's now asking the Florida Supreme Court to greenlight an investigation into, and the way he put it, is any uh, any and all wrongdoing in Florida with respect to COVID-19 vaccines. What's your reaction to that? I don't have a clue, Kate, what he's asking for. I mean, we have a vaccine that unequivocally is highly effective and safe and has saved literally millions of lives. The Commonwealth Fund has come out with a report just this past week that vaccinations that have been administered over this period of time, this last year and a half to two years, has saved 3.2 million lives, 18 million hospitalizations, and approximately $1 trillion in costs. So what's the problem with vaccines? I mean, vaccines are life-saving. So quite frankly, Kate, I'm not sure what, what they're trying to do down there. It kind of gets at a bigger issue I've been wanting to ask you as um, in one of our final interviews um, in in your role in public health is just the one result of the pandemic has sadly been that science has become a divisive topic, politicized and weaponized by some people. Have you thought about how do you pull that back? How do you turn that around? You know, Kate, if I had an easy answer, I, I, I'd give it to you, but it's a very difficult situation. You're absolutely correct. It has been politicized, and it has been politicized in a way that has actually caused lives, because if people don't get vaccinated, which unequivocally is life-saving because of political ideology or because of misinformation and disinformation, that causes lives, and we've just got to get the American public, regardless of whether you lean left, you lean right, it doesn't matter at all. We're all in this together. We're all human beings and we're all susceptible to disease that can kill us. So if ever there was a time in society when we need to pull together and recognize that the common enemy is the virus, not each other, we've got to get people to appreciate that. You know, like I said, I don't have an easy answer how we're going to do that. But when people's lives are being lost about this, maybe that'll shake people up enough to realize that we've got to start pulling together and not against each other. How noble of him. Can somebody tell, why doesn't anybody ask, Sonia, Sonia, why, why doesn't anybody ask Dr. Fauci how he feels about the people who got vaccine injuries? Like a lot of people are saying now that like long COVID is actually not COVID related. It's a vaccine injury. I'm seeing so many stories about people having heart problems too because of the vaccine. We have more people dying. I, I'm. Why doesn't why don't why why doesn't the media ask him about that? Why does they say, Dr. Fauci? What do you say to the people that say that that have been hurt by the vaccine? I would love to hear what he would say. I would probably be like, well, there's always going to be some adverse reactions, but equivocally in science, science, in science, and science, like I'm, <laughs> I don't, I don't, somebody, I don't, I feel like somebody should ask him. And prior to that, Elon Musk 
prior to Deron DeSantis coming out and saying this, Elon Musk actually came out and called Dr. Fauci out. And this was a couple of weeks ago on December 11th. Uh, this is when the Fauci files first started to be rumored to be coming out. He went on to state that my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. And then he was replying to the Hodgman's where he's saying much will come to light as Fauci loses power. And he had said a few more things. And Dr. Fauci was asked about that as well. And here's what he said. Musk after Musk tweeted, and I quote, my pronouns are prosecute Fauci. Fauci spoke to our David Axelrod in a podcast that's out on Thursday. Here is a first on Outfront preview. I don't respond to him. I don't pay any attention to him because that's merely a distraction. And if you get drawn into that, and I have to be honest, that cesspool of interaction, it, it, it's, there's no value added to that, David. It doesn't help anything. He should possibly take a harder look at, at Twitter because, again, Twitter is the primary source where people go and get their news, whether they even still get it from MC, from mainstream media or other places. They still primarily go to Twitter to find that page, and that's where they get the majority of their news. So he really should be a little more considerate to Twitter, but whatever. Twitter is obviously taken seriously as a new source of information because when a bunch of so-called journalists were banned over the weekend, several of them took to what is it called? Wikipedia. Several of them took to Wikipedia to document their experience. They called it the Thursday night massacre. It's so dramatic, Sonia. They're like, oh, you gotta, you gotta see this. One of these. Okay. So one of these people was a man named something Olbermann. And I don't really know who this guy was. What's his name? Keith Olbermann is his name. And apparently he's a leftist political commentator and has been one. And then we put together a bunch of his tweets. Tweets are terrible. Uh, but specifically him and then another lady who had gone after libs of TikTok. I've Here's been their permanently banned from Twitter by Elon Musk for not doing something he claimed he would never ban anybody for doing. What a friggin' candy-ass, lying, hypocritical, self-contradicting, little paranoid snowflake that apartheid Clyde really is. And I was hardly the most important journalist or commentator who got it. Aaron Rupar, Donnie O'Sullivan, Ryan Mack, it's the baptism scene from the Godfather movie, and we all got whacked by Don Elon Musclione. For a moment last night, I thought, you know, he did this just so we'd all forget about Donald Trump's stupid baseball cards from yesterday. Let me talk about that, too. Plus, Thurber's The Catbird Seat, and much more on the Friday Countdown podcast. Nobody cares. Listen, are you new? Because <laughs> we're like, we're on account. No, that's TikTok. I'm on account 30. I did get in my other account back on TikTok. Somebody had informed me before he called me a dumb bitch. But I got another, I got one of my accounts back on TikTok. We're on account 30. I haven't done the Twitter bird, bluebird much other than just this last month and a half. But I've been suspended on Instagram. We've been suspended on TikTok like 12. Like I've been kicked off Facebook. Are you new? This is, and he's like, it's so unfair. And we're journal. I'm like, here, you know what? Tay Tay was another one. And this was, hold on, where is she? Most notably banned was longtime leftist, that guy, and Taylor Lorenz. And if you guys remember Taylor Lorenz, she's the Washington Post investigator, investigative journalist. And she actually ended up doxing an account called Libs of TikTok. Libs of TikTok takes TikTok's majority of teachers that make TikToks in drag or, you know, doing all kinds of things or bragging about teaching their kindergartners about sex. Anyway, she downloads them and she puts them on Twitter and she's huge. Well, Taylor Lorenz went out and doxed her a couple months ago, went to her house, went to her mom's house, wrote a whole article, put her address out there, her name, and nothing happened to Taylor. 
And the lady, she was getting death threats. It was terrible. She was getting death threats. Nothing happened to Taylor Lorenz. She didn't get kicked off Twitter. She didn't, nothing happened to her. Well, she got suspended this weekend also, not for doxing Elon Musk necessarily, but for previously doxing this uh, libs of TikTok. And here is her video. Hey guys, the rumors are true. I have been permanently suspended by Twitter. I was given zero reason, only had three tweets on my account. Two of them were promoting my other social media channels, um, which you guys should follow. Taylor Lorenz at Instagram.com, TaylorLorenz.substack.com. Have a new YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, I was suddenly logged out. I just had those two tweets in a tweet where I asked Elon for comment today, revealing zero information. Um, Super crazy. Uh, Elon seems to be banning anyone he disagrees with, and I certainly um, didn't violate any terms that I was aware of. So um, that's the story right now, but follow me on Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, pretty much every other social media. I'm just at Taylor Lorenz, <laughs> and I'm here with no. my fellow. Yeah, and again, nobody cares. Listen, why does she annoy me? So why am I triggered? Sonia, why am I so triggered by her? I'm so annoyed. Maybe that's it. Maybe because she's lying. That's probably a big thing. She only had three tweets. She's so full of shit. Her entire tweeters was, she had thousands of tweets, including the one where she docks libs of TikTok. She had thousands of tweets. She deleted them as the journalists were being banned. She went and she wiped her whole Twitter account. So she's full of crap. And she she knows why she was banned. And because Elon had responded to her saying you were banned because of your previous behavior with the Libs of TikTok account. She also was not permanently suspended. She was brought back to Twitter, much to everybody's demise. She's just, she had just, journalism's dead. You're not a, I don't know what she is. But she's not a journalist. She's terrible. Um, Olverman and others were suspended for sharing the real-time location of Musk and his family, to which reportedly a stalker had found and harassed them. And that, I don't know, like, thank you so much, Relentless Mikey. I love your face. I don't know how much truth is to that. I followed that thread for a while. I saw the video where the stalker showed up. They were saying that they didn't dox his home address. They, There was an account on Twitter that was tracking Elon's private planes. And at some point, they had put together the fact that his plane had come into his private airport, which seems like rich people problems at my, at this point. But whatever. And then they figured it out from the airport. It was pretty easy for people to figure out from the airport to their house. And somebody had actually stopped them and harassed them. Um, and that's why he went through and he banned everybody basically that shared that article that had his information in it. Uh, Taylor just was banned because of what she did to lives of TikTok. Now, with all of this going on, of course, of course, Adam Schiff has to has to pipe up. Adam Schiff's got something to say. Here you go. I think we've got a big problem right now with social media companies and their failure to moderate content and the explosion of hate on Twitter, um, the banning of journalists on Twitter. Um, I don't think these companies should enjoy an immunity from liability when they behave this way. Uh, you know, we can't tell them what to say or not say, but we, we gave them immunity. We said, if you'll be responsible moderators of content, uh, we will give you immunity. They haven't been. So why should they continue to enjoy that immunity from, from responsibility and liability? Okay, so now Adam Schiff is calling for the repeal of Section 230. Am I hearing that right? Because a year and a half ago, he was all like, oh, there's no sound? Dang it. I think we've got a big problem right now with... <sighs> well, that's it. Do I find it? Hold on for me one second. Mm. 
I don't know why there's no sound. I think we've got a big problem right now with social media companies and their failure to moderate content and the explosion of hate on Twitter. Um, Still no sound? Is it good? I heard it. Oh, okay. Relentless Mikey heard it. So everybody heard it maybe but Sonia. Sonia's fired. Yep, that's it. Right before Christmas, she's done. You know what? Because I'm the motherfucking Scrooge. That's right. Get it? I'm just kidding. You're not fired. I love you. Don't leave. Okay, here we go. So Adam Schiff, where was I? Now I'm all off again. Adam Schiff comes out and he's like, I got something to say. He wants to repeal Section 230 when a year and a half ago, when all of us were being banned and a year and a half ago, when all the their disinformation could go... It was fine because then it was a private company, right, Adam Schiff? It was a private company, and if you want to say what you want to say, maybe you should just build your own Twitter. Isn't that what they told people? Make your own TikTok. Make your own Instagram. But now it's a problem because it's their turn. And I typed, you know, it got so fucked up because I'd like to sit here and say that I'm not surprised. But I'm not surprised, I guess, but I shouldn't be surprised. But I kind of was because I was like, especially with like Taylor Lorenz, like, what are you going to stand there with your whole face and tell people you didn't do anything wrong? You know exactly what you did. You know exactly what you've been doing. Like, and they're like, well, Libs of TikTok, they dox, Libs of TikTok doesn't dox people. Libs of TikTok re-uploads their TikToks and then the people go and find, I mean, and that's, but that's not them doxing it. That's them just bringing shit to light. But you're going to stand there and act like you just, you didn't do anything. Uh, I'd bet a hundred, I'd bet a thousand dollars that shift is, oh, I'll bet you a million dollars. He's directly connected. Don't matter. Cause then Elon Musk responded to shifty shift. And he's like, well, you ain't got a brain left anyway. And the good news is you're going to be out of your seat come January. Fucking hallelujah. Let's be done with Adam shift and Nancy Pelosi. Let's bring in some new people to make fun of. Even if it has to be Kevin McCarthy. Fine which it sounds like it probably is going to. But this whole thing just kind of, like, I get it. I, I anticipated some whining a little bit, but the apps, to take to Wikipedia and to, to call it the Thursday Night Massacre, like, and to stand there with your bold face and act like you were the first that this has ever happened to. Like, this hasn't been happening to conservatives for the last four years, conspiracy theorists for the last four years, Anytime we put out anything about the stupid masks, it was immediately taken down for medical misinformation. I'm sitting off my freaking ass on YouTube now for medical misinformation. And this that's just backed up by science. But you would just stand there with your whole chest and be like, I don't know what I did wrong. She triggers me. I should probably never just never visit Taylor Lorenz ever again. I don't know why. There's some just you're like something with your hole in your face. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just moving on. All right, let's move on. So now what? So Adam Schiff comes out. They might repeal Section 230, but whatever. So amongst all this is going on, they're they're getting banned, right? Then Elon Musk, let me pull this back up. Elon Musk then comes out and he tells everybody via Twitter support that Twitter is no longer going to allow people to use their Twitter platform to primarily... Uh, advertise their other social media platforms. For example, did I write these down? I know one of them was Truth Social. Um, one of them was Instagram. 
blunt for me one second. Here we go. So following this, it was announced by Twitter support team that a new process was to be implemented, stating that they will remove accounts created solely for the purpose of promoting other social media platforms. And or content that creates links or usernames for the following platforms, Facebook, Instagram, Mastodon, Truth Social, Tribal, Noster, and Post. I don't know what a Mastodon is. Somebody told me it was like a left Truth Social. Sonny, do you know what a Mastodon is? Maybe we should go over there too. We should just be, let's go to the Mastodon. Let's see. Anyway, somebody told me it was like a left, but you can't. So basically what they're saying is you cannot use your whole Twitter account to promote the social media platforms. I suppose that are in direct um, competition with Twitter. Part of this makes sense to me on the one hand, because you don't want, obviously you don't want them driving people to uh, your competitor. so your competitors, your social media competitors on the other side of it, it's like, yeah, but like what, like we do this stuff on YouTube. Like, am I allowed to post my broadcast on YouTube? Then am I allowed? I have my link tree in my bio. That was one thing that they said they were going to be taking down was the link tree. I'm not actively using Twitter to, to solely advertise those. And I think a lot of people got it confused because I think that they thought they were going to be completely banning these accounts that if you put anything like it, and that wasn't it, it was accounts that were solely used to promote other social media platforms, but the people kind of went nuts. And so then after that, Elon Musk was like, you know what? Fine. He put out a poll and he said, should I just step down as head of Twitter? And he was going to abide by the results of the poll. He lost the poll. 57.3% of people said that he should. And 42.7% of people said that he didn't or he shouldn't. And then he tweeted out that don't something about don't wish there's something about be careful what you wish for. And a lot of people immediately jumped on the, on the fact that he possibly already had another CEO picked out, including an account called wall street silver. If you don't follow wall street silver, go follow them. They're fantastic. But he goes on to state that he'd already had a new CEO picked out. He will retire being the chairman of the board at Twitter. And Elon responded to him saying that no one wants the job who can actually keep Twitter alive. There is no successor. And so I don't know what this looks like for the Twitter if he decides to step down. I don't know if he's going to step down. A lot of people are saying there were some bot problems with the, the poll. It was interesting considering that the poll to reinstate Donald Trump won out, but this poll didn't. It is interesting. That's It was an interesting concept. So a lot of people are wondering if he's going to appoint a new CEO. Some people stated that it could be, is it Jared Cushman? Isn't that Trump's in-law, kid-in-law? Am I saying that right? Sonny doesn't know. God, fired. Jared Cushman, I want to say it's a Trump, it's a Trump son-in-law. Jared Cushman was one of them. And the reason that people thought about this is because him and Elon were photographed together in Qatar uh, watching the World Cup over the weekend. So possibly, I don't know, are we going to get a new CEO? I don't know. Is Twitter going to be dead in the water? I don't know. We can't be emotionally attached to any platform at this point. We just have to take it as it comes, use it as we can, and then always be ready to move on to the next one because God only knows what the hell is going to happen. So we'll see. And hopefully it can live on and we can get Vine going and because God knows we're not making it on TikTok or Instagram for that matter. And maybe we'll see kind of what comes after that. Okay. What do I have next? Oh yeah. (laughs) All right. Let's just look, let's talk about it. Okay. A lot of people got in their feelings about this, myself included. I was not in the mood to be trolled that day. I had Sonny got in her feelings about it too. This mother, mother, mother effer. 
come out and he's like, guys, I got a big announcement. Yeah, I'm sure he clapped. I would have clapped. Guys, I have a big announcement. Like on, a, on like a Tuesday when we're all sitting there announcement list. We're like, fuck yeah. What is this? What's it going to be? Like, <laughs> you're coming back because we're tired and I don't think you are anymore, but okay. What's it going to be, right? And then we're all like, yeah. And then he's like, tomorrow. And he's got like this whole video and he's shooting lasers out of his eyes. This motherfucker at 11 o'clock on a Wednesday morning drops this video. Hello, everyone. This is Donald Trump. Hopefully your favorite president of all time, better than Lincoln, better than Washington, with an important announcement to make. I'm doing my first official Donald J. Trump NFT collection right here and right now. They're called Trump Digital Trading Cards. These cards feature some of the really incredible artwork pertaining to my life and my career. It's been very exciting. You can collect your Trump digital cards just like a baseball card or other collectibles. Here's one of the best parts. Each card comes with an automatic chance to win amazing prizes like dinner with me. I don't know if that's an amazing prize, but it's what we have. Or golf with you and a group of your friends at one of my beautiful golf courses, and they are beautiful. I'm also doing Zoom calls, a one-on-one -on -one meeting, autographing memorabilia, and so much more. We're doing a lot. My official Trump digital trading cards are $99, which doesn't sound like very much for what you're getting. Buy one and you will join a very exclusive community. It's my community. And I think it's something you're going to like and you're going to like it a lot. They also make perfect gifts. So you can buy them with your credit card or crypto. All you need is an email address. Go to collecttrumpcards.com and buy your Trump digital trading cards right now before they are all gone, and they will be gone. This is my first official Trump trading card NFT collection, and you get a chance to meet me. Go to collecttrumpcards.com right now, and remember, Christmas is coming, and this makes a great Christmas gift. week's just been fucked up right between between this and what was it david pepe pelosi's attacker his son and the gay lover stuff we're gonna talk about that in a minute the sex slave using the <laughs> this motherfucker comes out and starts promoting his nfts like an after midnight special on channel six what did they call the infomercials that's how this felt everybody's jaw hit the damn ground my jaw hit the damn ground the media went nuts and then everybody else was just like, it's the Trump card. Fucking bet. Okay, great. What's next? First of all, first of all, when in this man's life, what if this that chronicalizes, listen, I, I liked, I like Trump. Okay, he did great for America. But at what point in Trump's life did he dress up as Rambo? And to do what? Never. Kate, never. When did that happen? Was that in the Home Alone special I didn't see? Like, we've been watching a lot of that this week. Okay. So everyone's like, the fuck? <laughs> then we comes out and he's like, oh, no, no, no. just kidding. I'm not. I was Tuesday. I was not in the mood to be troll. But he comes out, he's just kidding. Here's the actual announcement. Five, four, three, two, one. If we don't have free speech, then we just don't have a free country. It's as simple as that. If this most fundamental right is allowed to perish, 
then the rest of our rights and liberties will topple, just like dominoes, one by one. They'll go down. That's why today I'm announcing my plan to shatter the left-wing censorship regime and to reclaim the right to free speech for all Americans. And reclaim is a very important word in this case because they've taken it away. In recent weeks, bombshell reports have confirmed that a sinister group of deep state bureaucrats, Silicon Valley tyrants, left-wing activists, and depraved corporate news media have been conspiring to manipulate and silence the American people. They have collaborated to suppress vital information on everything from elections to public health. The censorship cartel must be dismantled and destroyed, and it must happen immediately. And here's my plan. First, within hours of my inauguration, I will sign an executive order banning any federal department or agency from colluding with any organization, business, or person to censor, limit, categorize, or impede the lawful speech of American citizens. I will then ban federal money from being used to label domestic speech as mis- or disinformation. And I will begin the process of identifying and firing every federal bureaucrat who has engaged in domestic censorship, directly or indirectly, whether they are the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Health, Human Services, the FBI, the DOJ, no matter who they are. Second, I will order the Department of Justice to investigate all parties involved in the new online censorship regime, which is absolutely destructive and terrible, and to aggressively prosecute any and all crimes identified. These include possible violations of federal civil rights law, campaign finance laws, federal election law, securities law, and antitrust laws, the Hatch Act, and a host of other potential criminal, civil, regulatory, and constitutional offenses. To assist in these efforts, I am urging House Republicans to immediately send preservation letters, and we have to do this right now, to the Biden administration, the Biden campaign, and every Silicon Valley tech giant, ordering them not to destroy evidence of censorship. Third, upon my inauguration as president, I will ask Congress to send a bill to my desk revising Section 230 to get big online platforms out of censorship business. From now on, digital platforms should only qualify for immunity protection under Section 230 if they meet high standards of neutrality, transparency, fairness, and non-discrimination. We should require these platforms to increase their efforts to take down unlawful content such as child exploitation and promoting terrorism while dramatically curtailing their power to arbitrarily restrict lawful speech. Fourth, we need to break up the entire toxic censorship industry that has arisen under the false guise of tackling so-called mis- and disinformation. The federal government should immediately stop funding all nonprofits and academic programs that support this authoritarian project. If any U.S. university is discovered to have engaged in censorship activities or election interferences in the past, such as flagging social media content for removal of blacklisting, 
Those universities should lose federal research dollars and federal student loan support for a period of five years and maybe more. We should also enact new laws laying out clear criminal penalties for federal bureaucrats who partner with private entities to do an end run around the Constitution and deprive Americans of their First, Fourth, and Fifth Amendment rights. In other words, deprive them of their vote. And once you lose those elections, and once you lose your borders like we have, you no longer have a country. Furthermore, to confront the problems of major platforms being infiltrated by legions of former deep staters and intelligence officials, there should be a seven-year calling-off period before any employee of the FBI, CIA, NSA, DNI, DHS, or DOD is allowed to take a job at a company possessing vast quantities of U.S. user data. Fifth, the time has finally come for Congress to pass a digital Bill of Rights. This should include a right to digital due process. In other words, government officials should need a court order to take down online content, not send information requests such as the FBI was sending to Twitter. Furthermore, when users of big online platforms have their content or accounts removed, throttled, shadow banned, or otherwise restricted, no matter what name they use, they should have the right to be informed that it's happening, the right to a specific explanation of the reason why, and the right to a timely appeal. In addition, all users over the age of 18 should have the right to opt out of content moderation and curation entirely and receive an unmanipulated stream of information if they so choose. The fight for free speech is a matter of victory or death for America and for the survival of Western civilization itself. When I am president, this whole rotten system of censorship and information control will be ripped out of the system at large. There won't be anything left. By restoring free speech, we'll begin to reclaim our democracy and save our nation. Thank you, and God bless America. Okay, now Relentless Mikey had made a comment, so he's like, so his second speech is just campaigning. Yes, essentially, yes. But I had some days to think about this, okay? Obviously, you know, I know what the Trump card is. I, I know the logistics behind it, sort of. Or the I, I know other people's different theories behind it, There and there's a lot of them. I mean, there's not just one Trump card theory, okay? There's people that think this is the point where the military is going to come out, or that this is the point where... The impeachments, like everybody, everybody's got a different theory as to what they think it's going to be. I understand the theories. I understand. I know the theories. It's fine. Okay. But dude, we've talked about this a little bit with Shannon too. Like who doesn't know the theories is John, my neighbor across the street, who only listens to the campaigning stuff still. He's a boomer. They, not everybody has the time to dig between the lines. And I think that's probably why I was so triggered by the first announcement. And then this one, because this announcement, the second one, was the one that I feel like people really just needed to hear right now. Um, the one that I feel like got drowned out by the first one for the NFTs. Because nobody really saw And I still, there's still people that haven't seen the second one. Uh, but everybody was talking about the first one, right? And everyone's, a lot of the, I'm going to say anons on Twitter who were like, 
it's the Trump card and you got played and you should have known that there was something. No, no, I shouldn't have had to know at this point in the game. Like I shouldn't have had to know. Did I? Yes. Because my brain now automatically goes to shit like that, but it took a long time to get there. And the problem that I have with this and a problem that I have with a lot of the theories and the conspiracy stuff at this point in the game is that he has a responsibility to everybody, not just to cue people. And the deflation that I saw from people with the first announcement was disheartening, especially when our country is already just in a toxic hole. He should have led with the first one and then rolled out the second one a day later. I don't know why. Is there something behind it? Probably. Yeah. <clears throat> so like somebody had said something about it, messing with the federal bureau, not the FBI, but the, the IRS. I don't know. There. Another thing is <clears throat> somebody else had mentioned too, that those cards sold the fuck out. Um, Racist says the cards are a way to circumvent pink reporting. The price X max quality is less than 10 K and you don't have to explain the transaction. Okay. But that still doesn't, maybe I just don't understand the whole NFT NFT thing enough. I didn't buy any, I can tell you that maybe, but what about the people like me that don't understand that? Do you, see the, you kind of get what I'm saying? Like I could go look it up. Yes. And I probably will. Yes. But I feel like there's a responsibility to other people too. And I got into a little bit of a spat with somebody on Twitter in regards to the jab because they came, it was, it was an Anon and they came at me hard about, they're like, you were so quick to jump. What did she say? I lost all my respect for you. I thought you were, I'm like, what, you, what, because of what? Because I'm not buying into the NFT speech. You lost your respect for, I mean, that's fine. But if that's the only reason you respected me in the first place, you haven't been paying attention. But we started, and I'm like, you know, when you're standing up for a guy who sat there and bold-faced told people that the Johnson and Johnson vaccine was safe. The words came out of his mouth. He said it on TV, on an interview. He said they're safe. Absolutely, everybody should get a vaccine. And then backtrack to everybody should get to decide whether or not. Fine. And then Shannon said, well, the Johnson and Johnson wasn't the mRNA vaccine. And that's fine. But the Johnson and Johnson vaccine also had its fair share of issues. It also killed people. It also caused blood clots. And to those who understand, because then the person came back and they're like, look, Operation Warp Speed wasn't about the vaccine. He wasn't talking about that vaccine. Nobody fucking knows that, but like us. And it doesn't matter how much I come out here and try to tell people about it. I keep getting banned and whatever. Nope, not everybody knows that. And so people still line up and there's still a responsibility to those people. You're not just president of the Q people. You're president of the United States of America. And that's everybody, even the leftists, even the pink haired leftists. Um, I'm just tired of the political theater. Yeah, I, I kind of am too, but I don't see an end to that anywhere. But here's the thing is he put out the NFT one. And then the second one, I think is the one that people really needed to hear and it got lost. I think it was a bad move. I don't feel like it was intentional. I know how people feel. I don't feel like it was intentional. Um, cause I think it just, I, I, it was a bad move. Maybe it does help with the bank and I, maybe that's great. It obviously it does something cause they sold out. It has to do something to help people make money because for as much complaining as I hear about the economy and how people can't afford to buy groceries, the fact that these $99 cards sold out in a matter of an hour, 
I don't fucking hear it then at this point. Like we're paying $7 a carton for eggs. I don't want to hear it. Um, Little Wolf says none of those people actually got any of the shot because given the amount of injuries, there would be a good amount of politicians that would be dropping too. That's one of, well, and so that's like a whole nother thing. The shot got me on this. Like, and as long as he stays on the side of, of no mandates and letting the people decide and not, not ball busting them into making them, you know, making sure that we're, we're staying on the side of that. That's fine. Except We have to be honest with people, like all the people. There has to be some better level of transparency. I I can't, you know, I understand Operation Warp Speed had more to do with something else that wasn't vaccine, but not everybody did. Um, And so we'll see. Somebody had also asked, they're like, well, if you had to choose if between Donald Trump and somebody else right now, who I would vote for Donald Trump. And the reason for that is because I know what he's done. And I... You know, I know what he can do. And my life was a lot better under Donald J. Trump than it is right now. So, yes, I would still vote for Donald Trump. No, I would not take the jab. Doesn't matter how many times he would tell me that it's safe and effective. I'm still not going to take it. But, hey, fucking fix these taxes because I'm dying here. Fix our groceries. Um, let's see. Hold on for me one second. Fire Talk says if Trump is president again, someone needs to be in charge of his actual social media account and not let him do a 2 a.m. tweets. Maybe. Um, at the end of the day, I don't take medical advice from politicians. The other day, I barely take, I don't take medical advice from anybody except the people that were banned off of social media for their medical advice. That's the last doctors I'm going to trust. Like if you weren't banned off of Twitter for your doctor or opinion on COVID-19, like I don't want to talk to you. That's it. That's all. Those are the only doctors left that I trust. We'll see. I, I don't know. I didn't buy any NFT. <laughs> I don't know. The whole thing was weird um, and getting weirder. We'll just see what happens. Obviously, the J6 uh, committee, they commissioned this week, too, and they started their testimonies. And they're already on that Trump can't get back into power and we need to make sure he stays out of power. And it's like. What? <laughs> OK, but Trump wasn't even there. He didn't incite January 6th. Obviously, it's all. Right there in his Twitter and you have the phone, like you have it all. He didn't do half the stuff you're saying he did, but whatever. I know I rolled my eyes too. Um, my last two weeks of info have been on brain overload. Yeah. I try to take lots of breaks, take lots of breaks, put your phone down. I have one more. Do I have one more or two more things? I have one more thing. I want to talk about this. This has been my favorite topic for a while now. So Paul Pelosi update. Listen, I don't know if you guys know this, but Paul Pelosi, do I have the notes? I sure do. Give me a second. Let me make sure I know what I'm talking about here. So Paul Pelosi's attacker, his son at some point thus last week came out and was like, listen, my dad is a good guy. Uh, If he's anything, he's a sex slave. So Paul Pelosi's attacker was a sex attacker was a sex slave to him, and none of us are surprised. The son of the man accused of attacking House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband said his father is not dangerous, and even threw out the idea that his father could be some sort of sex slave. He goes on to state he isn't a danger to society. I don't even know if he even attacked Mr. Pelosi. This was no, but I can't even Mr. Gonzalez is what I'm going to call him because I can't say that first word. It's the son of David to Pepe. 
For all that we know, he was in some sort of sex slave, as Elon Musk had pointed out. Now, Elon Musk had tweeted about it a couple weeks ago. This is possible. Twitter CEO Elon Musk deleted a tweet suggesting that David DePepe was a gay prostitute. DePepe, 42, faces multiple charges related to the violent assault of Paul Pelosi at a San Francisco home. If you look into his eyes, you can see he's such a sad person, said Gonzalez. There is almost no person on this planet that has gone through so much suffering, he said of his father. None of us are surprised. We're, I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it anymore. I tried to talk about it on Instagram. They took it down. None of us are surprised. He is not a QAnon conspiracy extreme right winger. He lived in a school bus with a Black Lives Matter flag. Had a rainbow flag. Paul Pelosi kept the man in his basement as a sex slave. You can't, you can't fucking tell me any different. The whole thing was a mess. Gross, but it doesn't matter. They're going to be irrelevant now after January. Anyway, put the hammer to her. There's so many jokes, so many jokes. God dang. And that's it. Sonny, that's all I got. You guys, that's all I got for today. I think, do I have anything else? I don't think so. And the January 6th stuff is going on. I think that's just a big sham. I don't know what's going to come of it. They, they don't want Trump to be president again. It's only 2022 yet. I, well, I'm not even thinking about 2024. What was he actually using the hammer for? Who the hell knows? Gross. First, an ouch. Secondly, like some masochistic type shit. Maybe. Who knows? That whole thing is weird. The whole everything is weird. But that's it. You guys, I love your faces. Sonia, thank you so much for being here for your help. You guys, thank you so much for being here. You guys on Rumble, thank you guys so much for being here. I love your faces. Be sure to smash the plus sign on your way out. I would appreciate it. Uh, and for anybody listening after the fact on the podcast, Apple and Spotify and Google podcast, just iHeartRadio, all the podcasts. I love your faces. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, and that's it. I will see you guys again Christmas night with Sonia. We're going to read Christmas stories and drink cider and entertain you guys for an hour. <laughs> so if you don't have anywhere to be on Christmas, you can come right here. We should be on YouTube too by then. Come right here. Hang with us for a little bit. And uh, we'll see you again. We love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi. And watch out for deer. Bye, guys. Back off. I'll take you on. Headstrong. You take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You headstrong. You headstrong. <laughs> Take you on, that's really strong, ding dong, take you on. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong, you're headstrong, you're headstrong.